From Relay FM, this is The Pen Addict, episode 236. Today's show is brought to you by Pen Chalet and Harry's. My name is Mike Hurley. I am joined by Mr. Brett Dowdy. Woo, Pen Addict, woo! Relay FM, woo! We are fired up this morning. We are, we are fired up. I'm happy to be back. <laughs> I, I missed another show. I missed another show. I can't believe it. What is with you this year? I know, I'm, I'm actually just the worst person. That's the problem. Yeah. I was late today. I've missed two shows. Just a nightmare. Yeah, I'm yeah. a nightmare. I'm a diva now. That's the problem. It's all gone <laughs> to my exactly. head. All of this has gone to my head. <laughs> You're a total diva now. Um, I think it's the vlogging part. I mean, when you go to YouTube, that makes you an a insta diva. I think it might be. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. now you're all like, eh, Casey Neistat, eh. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm a diva. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's me. So uh, <laughs> last week, the dude stood in for me. Uh, I, I was uh, sad that I didn't get to be on the episode, right? Because uh, I love the dude and I love talking to Mike Dudak. But it was, it was a great a, episode without it you. It was a stunner. It was a, a, a one for. It was a classic. It was one for the ages. Like, seriously, it was a great episode. I enjoyed it immensely. Listening, I like listening well, to this show. You know. I think I said this yeah. before, like when I'm off the show, uh, it's actually quite a treat for me <laughs> because yeah. I get to listen to the show because uh, mm-hmm. I quite like pens and I like hearing people talk about them. And you guys had a great episode. I, I loved all the Kickstarter talk. I loved all like the shop talk, you know, like just talking about mm-hmm. business. Um, I have to throw my two cents in about the Everlast notebook, which is the one with the um, <laughs> the weird paper. Like, Because yeah, people were sending one. this to me and they're like, how amazing this is. So maybe one of the worst products I've ever seen. Because I hate the friction. Yeah, well, I think it's second worst to their first project, which was... The microwavable notebook. Yeah, which was just a lie. There were just so um, many fundamental problems from a business perspective with the Everlast notebook, right? Like yeah. one of them you guys mentioned, which was the pilot friction, right? Like if the, they're, right. they're dependent on the friction, which is a terrible pen. And if the friction goes out of stock... I know people like the friction, and if you like the friction, mm-hmm. more power to you. I hate that pen. Um, mm. You agree with me, right, that it's not good? You, do, you don't find it good? Um, it has actually improved since they launched it. I actually kind of enjoy it now, so I mm. do not hate the friction. I haven't I do tried not use one it in many though. years, so maybe I should give it a go again. But I know yeah. I, whatever it is, I don't like it enough to dedicate my life to just using that one line of pens, right? But if I, if I use sure. the Everlast notebook. But the problem is, as you said, right? If Pilot change anything or even stop making the pen, they can't make mm-hmm. their notebooks anymore, but maybe that won't be a right. problem after you've made like a million dollars in Kickstarter or whatever it's up to, whatever stupid right. amount it's up to now. But the right. other problem is, if you're selling a notebook that's meant to last people for life, you cannot get any repeat customers in theory. Right. <laughs> you can only sell right. to people once. And right. that feels like, for especially for selling notebooks, a bad move. Like, actually, what you want is to build a product that's so good that people buy lots of them because they use yeah. one a month, right? Right. Like, that. that's the more sensible business approach rather than, we're going to sell you one notebook that's not even that expensive, and then that's the last notebook you're ever going to buy. And I know the idea, you know, their hope would be that, you know, someone buys one for their work and someone buys one right. for home. But you could still do buying work for work and home and replacing them every few months, right? Yeah, this is the this is the as-seen-on-TV version yeah. of a stationary this product. Is, this it's is... What, it's a one-shot deal. Yep. Like, the world of Kickstarter now is in those two kind of kind of realms, I think, which is, like, 
the stuff that that we like, which is like indie people who need some help, like their makers, you know, like people like you guys, people like Studio Neat, you know, like and all the pens and stuff that we talk about, like that we love on this show. But then you have the as seen on TV stuff, and like you can look at things right. like the Fidget Cube, which I did back because I actually do want that. But like mm-hmm. that is exactly that, right? Like it's like a big flashy hey look at this i made this product like it's right you know hey fidget family which i can't stand which is that's how they address their their <laughs> really every one of their their updates <laughs> hey fidget family no no not in your yeah. family yeah <laughs> we are yeah. not we don't win i'm not in a community i just gave you money for a product like i don't mm. care about the comp like and then the, they tried to uh like make t-shirts and they, they wanted to have people... Do, I think it was T-shirts. And they were having people choose on a design. And you could either choose the design of the Fidget Cube, right? Like a T-shirt of the Fidget Cube. Or it was some right. merchandise. Or their company logo. Like, who cares about the company? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> like, it, anyway. Like, this is just this weird world of Kickstarter. And this, this Everlast lives in that side of it. Um, right. Which I think is why... Maybe why, like, my guard goes up immediately... When I see things like that, you know, because I, I like this, I like the hipster Kickstarter. Um, yeah, but yeah, that product is just—it's full of problems and it ter- just terrible. Like, just you know, not for me. I mean, the only problem isn't their ba- is that they don't have is their bank account. I mean, Hell it's yeah. insane. It's like oh, half a million dollars. Yeah, but like, I couldn't sleep at night. Like, it's not a project, I, a product I believe in. So, do you think the money that they doesn't think matter? It's good though. Absolutely. Right. They, you, like, you don't if, think that they're trying to... I mean, because I don't think this is a scam. I just no, think no, this, no, is, no. this is a bad product and it has a bad business model. They actually did something better this time as opposed to the first one where they actually made a paper, you know, uh, air quote paper, right? It's a polyester, yeah, yeah. right? So they actually did something inventive with this. Uh-huh. It still requires the friction. I, I, I just have... I have and just have a their app bigger problem like with that. that first. Yeah, with the app and the scanning. And, and like that, that doesn't even register with me anymore. Like I would say, like if you like the Pilot Friction, if that is a pen that you like, and maybe you should get this, you know, like maybe that this would be a good notebook for you, right? Like if they really find a way to to truly make it come off. Because like I've even find with the Friction that like it still leaves a mark there. Right, mm-hmm. um, you know, like if this if this appeals to you, then go for it. Like this isn't like a scribble pen. Like this isn't a scam. This is a real product, right. but right. it's just a real product that I cannot get on board with because I just it just doesn't excite me at all. Yeah, I'm just jaded seeing that first project, and yeah, yeah, for sure. And that really clouds my judgment of the second one, even though this is actually a more legitimate project than the first one. I love that uh, Wake MP in the chat room is calling me out for saying, like, because I make company logo t-shirts. Yeah. But I would say people do care about our company. You know? Yeah. Maybe a little bit more than they care about the company behind the fidget cube. Right. That's all I'm going right, to say. Right. Yeah. And, no, I, I, yeah, there's there's uh, additional meaning there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a... um, Gosh, I don't know how you put it, you know. It, it's it's more personal. There is, yeah. There's because it, this is a relationship built up over a long period of time, rather than the fifteen days right. that the Kickstarter's been going. Right. Anywho, right. Um, anywho, let's get on to something cool. I, I received a this. mysterious package a few days ago <laughs> from my dear threat to friends who I just mentioned, Studio Neat, Tom and Dan. They bought me a gift um, to thank me for the the work that I do with Thoroughly Considered, the show that we do together, which was. Very, very kind of them and 
wholly unnecessary. They, they really, really did not need to do that um, because I love doing the show with those guys. And, and so it was a very nice thing to receive. Uh, but the, what I got was surprising to me. Uh, it was the Field Notes Brands Hall pen. Mm-hmm. And when I received it, I was like, wow, okay, well done, guys. Like, that is a, a very, very great gift. And I just assumed, like, I was thinking, how did they know to get me this? I assumed that they just went to the Field Notes website because they know how much I love Field Notes, and they bought me something from there that they think I might not have, right? That was kind of my mm-hmm. thinking. Because I don't know if, if those guys listen to the show. I don't think they do very often if they do. You know, like, I, I don't, they're not pen addicts, but I think they listen every now and then for, like, the right. record talk. Right. Well, they, yeah, they like the analog stuff. And, yeah. You know, they, they make things ancillary related mm-hmm. so um i so basically my, my thoughts i didn't i didn't necessarily think that they had heard me talk about this pen before and then they said when i said how great it was they said that you were involved and then it all made perfect <laughs> sense because and then i know exactly why you picked this and this is why you're one of my dearest friends on the entire planet because i i explicitly remember saying i wouldn't buy this pen for myself but i want it and it would be a nice gift like, I actually said that when we spoke about this, because I mean that about this pen. Like, this is a pen that I think is really awesome, but I didn't want to spend $160 on for myself. But if I received it as a gift, it would be amazing. And now mm. it, I have, and it is amazing. It's beautiful. Oh, my God, it's so beautiful. I have number 55. Oh, cool. I didn't it, yeah. I didn't realize they were numbered. That's pretty neat. It's They're numbered out of uh, 1,500. Very cool. Very so, cool. Yeah, I I want to I want to see some more pictures of it and see see how it is in use. And uh, yeah, I um they they called and asked me. We'd been talking about some other things and uh, um or we were on, maybe we we're on uh, Slack or something and uh, they mentioned that they wanted to give you a gift and you know I had to think about it for a second. Then it clicked. I was like, got it. And then I used your exact quote. And they're they're like, really? He said that? I'm like, yeah, he said that. Like, okay, this is perfect. I'm like, yes. (laughs) So good. I forgot about it until you put it in the, uh, into, into the notes here. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. I, it's, I'm taking a picture of it now for you. Uh, I, I really, really like this a lot. Um, I'm Mm -hmm. a bit confused as to what refills will go in it though. So it comes with a Schneider top ball, which is actually a really good refill. Mm-hmm. But it's no, uh, it's no Schmidt. Yeah, I just have to, I don't know. I'm not familiar with the shape of that. I bet it's like a, a, a Parker. It's a G2 refill. So that's a. Oh, it says Pilot G2. Yeah, not Parker G2. Yep. Well, if that's the case, you're in good shape. You can use like the Pilot Juice. That's what I always put for a G2 refill. Yeah, I might go for that because it says so it says AKA um, Schmidt and Euro, but like the the the, the retro yeah, one refill won't go in there. Those, um, that sentence conflicts itself. I don't think that's an accurate sentence. No, it isn't. I don't think. Yeah. So, pilot, does this have the little plastic, looks like a propeller shape on the end of the refill? Like, you know. No, it doesn't. It's flat. Like a little bit. There's a spring in the back. Okay. I'll have to look at it. But, like, European G2, or international G2, I should say, is your Parker refills. Yeah. That would be my guess is what this is, but it says Pilot G2, a.k.a. Schmidt Euro. I, that's not necessarily accurate. So we'll look at it. I'll, I'll have to look at this refill. I didn't. Uh, this is the first time I'm noticing that, so we'll see. But yeah, the Schneider Top Ball, uh, Schneider Top Ball 850 is actually a really good refill. It's very close to 
um, the P one eight is it one eight two five. The one that's in, oh, you're, you're so much better than me. Um, <laughs> the one that's in the Retro 51. It's very, it's very close, actually. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, and, and uh, Schneider makes great refills, so yeah, I'm just not familiar exactly with this one, so we'll take a look at it. But um, basically, the pen is really, really nice to hold. You have to hold it a little bit higher than I normally would um, because of the, it's got kind of like the, the I, can't, I can't, I don't know how to explain it, the ridges near the nib, like near the tip. Where the, yep. where the cap clips on that's not very comfortable to hold um mm. so i've been holding it kind of on the wooden section and it's yeah you're and it's perfect to barrel. hold that way it's, it's just a little higher than i would normally hold a pen um, right. and i'm sure that some people would be able to hold it by the little metal like the, the the tip um and will be fine but my hands are maybe a little bit too big for that mm-hmm. uh but it, i found the the, the wooden part to be very comfortable to, to hold on to. And I've been using it a bunch and it comes in a little leather case, like a little leather slip case. Uh, I'm so happy to own this thing because it's This very much beautiful. looks like a U, a U pen. Like we talked yeah, about this a bunch is. when it came it out. Is. Like I wouldn't buy this. This isn't necessarily for me. This looks like a U pen, although I understood like at the time why you wouldn't necessarily buy that for yourself. But like this is a Mike Harley pen. Like I could totally see this yeah, it um, is fitting you. 100%. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really really happy with it. Like I'm I'm absolutely thrilled. So again, I will thank Tom and Dan and thank you for uh for setting it up for me. Mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. you're a good man, Brad Dowdy, and I won't let anybody <laughs> say otherwise. Oh, uh, well, yeah. There's that. <laughs> yeah, like I just I just put uh, uh, an image in in the chat room and it'll be in the show notes so you can see it. I just took a took a picture of it now. Um, because one of the great things, right, because of the wood that it's made out of, they all look slightly different. The coloring's different on all of them. Um, I, yeah, I'm really, uh, I think it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Wow, I really, I really like that cap design. Yeah, yeah, the cap pops off. Uh, I, I do post this one because the pen is very light because it's made of wood. So uh, putting the cap on, like so, posting it gives it the weight that it needs. Um, so yeah, but you could you could easily use it without. But it's uh, it's actually quite nice to post. So now that you've you've posted that picture, you've reminded me of another question that actually kind of relates into our next topic here. You're moved into the new house, right? Your yeah, new new desk, new recording setup, yep. um, all, all set, good to go. At least is you know sofas, you know, yeah, no sofas, no, no sofas, to sit, but uh, <laughs> but otherwise you're good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm all set up, like. Um, we we you know we we're still moving stuff in we still got furniture to buy but the office is is pretty set it's still a little bit more echoey in here than i would like and and I've, as well i assumed the sofa would help with that it will whenever <laughs> it arrives i need to get a rug and then once i've got that in maybe i'll put some soundproofing in but i'd prefer not to um so we just yeah, i'm just going to yeah. see how that goes as i continue to fill out this office yeah, everything's yeah, but great I admit- I mentioned that because you put a post on Instagram about your uh, your field notes uh-huh. um, in, in their new home, and yep. um, that was a lot. So here's this this post this this Instagram photo, right? This is a it's like an IKEA six drawer thing, and I'm basically I think dedicating the entire six drawer thing to stationery, which is mm-hmm. just the incredible. Entire- I've got all yeah. these like little inserts that I put in so everything can be split up. It's fantastic, um, and also you know it's I've got way more space in there than I need which is good because I'm future-proofing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't even got put everything away yet. Like I have like this whole big thing to put, away, like this whole big carton that I want to put in there. So I'm still working on it. I'm still working on it. Um, there's gonna, I'm going to have to find some additional notebook storage maybe as well. But anyhow, 
so my field notes here is just part of what I have. I, I have those two archival boxes, and the two archival boxes, they have any unopened pack in them. So singles and, and twos where they've maybe taken one out, mm-hmm. they're in the two archival boxes, and they're pretty much full. What I've taken a picture of is every single unopened pack of field notes that I own. <laughs> they're all in that drawer right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I need to do something about these. <laughs> And I want to do something about them. So you'll see, for example, I have five packs of 2015 XOXO right mm-hmm. in the top left. Mm-hmm. I have um, I have three packs of, I think that white one is Snowblind. I have like three yeah. packs of Shelterwood. I maybe have like eight or nine packs of Dark Sky. Like these are stuff that I want to try and whittle down a bit. Ideally, I want one of each now. That's what right. I think I want to do. So I'm trying to work out what the best thing to do is, and I haven't decided. Now, every single listener to this show will say giveaway, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know if I want to give them away. Um, I could, and that would be great, but they're also worth money, mm-hmm. right? So then do I, do I want to sell them? If I sell them, do I want to donate the money to charity? Like, I don't have any answers to these questions right now. Right. So I think they're all valid things. I could donate the money to charity or I could keep the money because I've just moved. To, you know, I mean, like, I, I think they're sure. perfectly valid. I don't yeah. know what I want to do. And I also know I don't want to sell them all individually. Yeah, that's a pain. So that would be painful. I don't really know. I don't, I haven't really got an answer yet. Um, so I, I know I need to do something. I know I want to do something about them because, you know, like the arts and sciences, I have maybe like four or five of those. I'm going to keep those because I know I could use those. And the byline, I've got maybe six or seven of those. And I'm going to keep those because I know I can use those, right? Like they are mm-hmm. different to me, but I don't need five XOXO, three Shotwood, three Snowblind. Uh, you know, I don't I don't need yeah. that. It's too, it's too much. And I, really, I want that draw to be a long-term storage of all of the field notes that I get. And I can't do that. Oh, also, I have three workshop companion in the top right. Mm-hmm. Unopened. <laughs> right? You'll never use those. No, I'm never going to use them. I already have a box, mm-hmm. right, that I use one of. Right. 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 This is the thing. Like, it, I'm, I won't use any... Prob- I will probably not use any of the ones that are in that drawer. But I am a collector, and I want to mm-hmm. keep my collection. Mm-hmm. So... I want to keep the unopened packs in there and then I have the singles because my I have singles of, of all kinds, right? Like I have a Butcher Orange single. You know, mm-hmm. I, I have a Grass Stained Green single. Like I have those and they're staying in the archival box and, and maybe at a later date I'll go through the archival box and remove some of the stuff that I don't want from there. Um, but I, I know I want to do something with the field notes that are in here but I haven't decided what yet. What do you think I should do? <sighs> I mean, I we've talked in the past how, about you and I like somehow doing something for charity with our our extras that we need to get rid of. I've thought about that, um, and I actually um, separately, and it's probably too late for you to do this. I, I put the link in the wrong wrong document, but one of uh, one of our listeners and readers of the Pin Attic, Bill, he took all of his he took a bunch of open unopened packs, opened them up. And for each Christmas card he sent out this year, he's stuck in a pack of field notes. That's hilarious. It's like 40. He sent me a stack of all the ones that he used and like the stack of uh, envelopes. It's hilarious. He said we could put it in the show notes, but he's stuck in individual field notes 
in envelopes as he was sending Christmas cards. Obviously, it's too late to do. But, like, whatever you decide to do, it kind of needs to be in one big chunk. Like, Bill so. took... Bill took like 10 packs or 20 packs of field notes, opened them all up and sent them away. Right. It's kind of, you can't like just, if you end up just kind of piecemealing it, you'll end up with more and you'll never get down. It's kind of got to be like one big, you, you basically have to chop off your arm, you know, <laughs> to, yeah. to, to stop the bleeding. So then it's like, which, I don't uh, even know how you sense. sell them. Like, do I put them on eBay? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like I have, I haven't sold any, so I, I don't know. People that so have we'll sold have field notes, this. let me know. I tell you where I don't want to go. The mm. field notes group. I'm not doing it there. That place wow. is is just rabid. <laughs> like I, well, I, you'll you'll get lots of messages. Yeah, yeah, you'll get like inundated. It's well, it's too much, right? Like yeah. I would post the the, the the an eBay listing there, but like I, yes. if I go to field notes with it, then I'll want one person who wants one, one person who wants two packs. Like I, I right. and I can't deal with that. Like right, I right, agree right. with you. This has to be one chunk. Um, and that one chunk could be split into three, right? Like maybe I give some away and sell some. Like I haven't, I haven't worked it out yet. But all I know is like this has got to be something that I deal with. But I haven't, I haven't worked it out. I just haven't yeah. worked it out. Yeah, I have, so I have I, some serious. I don't have a great answer either. Like rarities, I guess that I'm willing to sell as well. Like I have uh, two DDC in there, the brown, orange, and brown ones. Like I want to get mm-hmm. rid of one of those packs. Yeah. So, so uh, you should, yeah. maybe you should think out of, uh, of it from, I don't know, maybe you want to get a pen or like your Nakai or something and make you feel better oh. about saving. Okay. This sale is allocated to this bucket and that oh. bucket is a Nakaya or something like that. So you can get several hundred I dollars towards that I think you just landed pen. it. I think you just landed it. Let's turn that money into more money, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Because this is the thing. Like I, I spent a ton of money on this and there there were many things I could do but the idea of taking that money and turning it into an Akaya, that's a really good idea. Alright, mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to I mean, because it's something you've always wanted, right? I mean, it's yeah, not yeah. like a whim. Like you and you and, uh, you and Mike were talking about it, right? Like, yeah. I made, like, I love that part about like, if you're going to go Rushi go Nakaya, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I made my decision but I haven't, just haven't pulled the trigger yet. That's what I'm right. going to do, man. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take out all of my extras and I'm going to sell them on eBay. And then and I'm going to take that money and turn it into Nakaya. Just, but get them all out there at once. Like, yeah. Go. If anybody has any uh, advice for how, how is best to sell these on eBay, uh, let me know. Yeah, I, have no I Like, I should just take a picture of them all and then list them in an inventory. I have no idea. But then, like, where do I start bidding from? I guess it depends how many, how many I take out. I mean, you could just start bidding at a dollar. If you're going to post it on Field Nuts, it's not going to matter. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. It's a really good idea. See, I knew, I knew you'd help me. <laughs> All right. This week's episode is brought to you by Harry's. Look, where we are right now, we are firmly in the holiday season. It's not coming anymore. This is it. And we all know how difficult gift shopping can be, especially if you've left it until now. 
Well, Harry's are here to help. Sometimes the best gifts are the ones that are thoughtful and practical, and that's what Harry's is all about. So, for this holiday season, why not buy a loved one a Harry set? They start at just $15, like the Winston, which includes a chrome handle, which you can have engraved for that extra personal touch. Harry's believes so much in the quality of their razors that they guarantee the quality of them. They give you a full refund if you're not happy. With Harry's, you're going to get a smooth, comfortable shave, every time in a product that looks really good like the way that these things look you kind of can't believe that you can get into them for 15 bucks they have a great website they have an app you can order things super quickly they do great shipping like it is no fuss great products their stuff smells good you know like they have the the Shave gel, which I really think is kind of magic, how this gel turns into foam. It's really, really awesome. Harry's is a great gift for that person in your life who maybe you haven't bought anything for yet. Go to harrys.com right now and you want to use the code PENADDICT because you'll also get $5 off your order. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com, code PENADDICT to get $5 off. Thank you so much to Harry's for their support of this show and Relay FM. I shaved this morning, can you tell? I can, actually. You've yeah. got the you've got that sound about you. Right. That's how good Harry's is. I mean you can just like tell through the microphone. All right, you've kicked up a bit of a stink again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I feel like, you know, we've worked together for long enough now that what I see you do things sometimes and I know like I know what's going on. So like you started tweeting a couple of days ago. <laughs> about the mod three the this is ground mod three i'll put a link in the show notes to this in case you don't know what it is it's basically mm-hmm. like i guess in a nutshell an organizational system right like the, which is within a lever wallet it's like a lever wallet organizational system there are a bunch of different modifications that you can make to the mod um, and the mod there's like a range they have the laptop mm-hmm. three pro tablet three and mobile two but like most people use the mod tablet three right I guess yeah is, is the it's more of a folio folio is a, a good wallet. way of putting it yes yeah, it's, it's a folio yeah wallet is a is, is the wrong word it's a folio right so it's got like a big zip that goes around it and it's got a bunch of pockets and stuff mm. and you basically started on a on a on a little kick about these saying has anybody actually got any photos of these where I can see that they're being used practically. Because mm-hmm. this is a product which is intended for practicality, right? You're intended to be able to shove a lot of stuff in it and take it on the go. Mm-hmm. And you see these all over the place, like on Instagram, and they are just stunningly photoed, right? Like yeah. everybody's got all of these beautiful things inside of them. And you can kind of get a sense from that just from looking at the product pages, right? Mm-hmm. Um and I would agree with you that I've seen these like around a bunch, but it never really seems like I, I so I've nearly pulled the trigger on this a few times, right? Yeah, yeah. Because sure. I see these pictures on Instagram and it's like, oh my god, that's the most beautiful organizational system I've seen in my entire life. Right? Like you just <laughs> right. see it and it's like, how is this so stunning? Right. So like I'm gonna put a link in the show notes to uh Catherine Misuk. Mm-hmm. Um she and again, it's trolling you just a little bit with the pen addict badge, which is hilarious. She's taken some pictures of hers recently, right? Because I think that she's been out in opposition of you. 
saying well, that it can we'll, be we'll used. We'll talk about that. We'll okay. talk about that. So, you know, but this, this is a good example of somebody using the Mod 3, right? Like, the way that it looks, right? It's just this beautiful thing with all this stuff just sticking in it. And, like, people prepare it in such a way to take the nicest of photos because mm. it's so photogenic. So, what you said, and, ba- like, you're, you're kind of the crux of your argument is, I've never seen one of these in a layout that looks like it's being used practically. It just looks like Instagram bait. Mm-hmm. So, then what happened? <laughs> I saw well, this we, is ground the, the Twitter account jumping in a few times, like trying to yeah. trying to calm you down. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's rewind. I need to lay some groundwork here. All okay. right. I make things. Jeff and I design things. We grab materials. We put them on a sewing machine, and we try to make very practical, very useful, um, very thoughtfully designed items that our customers will be able to pick up, know exactly how to use them, and work how we presented them. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, being in that business, we're always looking around at what other companies are doing. So there's lots of companies I follow. And, you know, watch what they're doing, see what they're making, see what's cool, see what's not cool. One company kept popping up that... I I do that little, you know, when the, the dog is confused and he tilts his head to the side and it's like, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh? Um, and it was the, this is ground. And it was specifically the mod, the tablet case. Because I was seeing the way it was set up online. And this is long before, you know, I'd met someone like Catherine. This is, I'm talking like a year or two ago. This is a long seated thing with me. Like, I don't get it. Like, but... I just kept watching them blow up, like absolutely blow up all throughout my Instagram feed, especially in the past like six months to a year. And so I've always told Jeff, you know, I'd be looking at one of their products and I'd just like, see where this is right here. I would never do that. Like we will never do this. And what do you mean? Like where like somebody puts like a snap or whatever. Yeah. Where there's a snap or where there's a pen holder across from where your tablet's going to be. So you have to close it on top of it. I was like, this is something we will never do. You're like, super, this is not what like, our customer... You are super like, particular about things like that, though. Right? Right. Like, I think because you, you, know, you appreciate that you are maybe a little bit more particular than the average person when it comes to, to pens touching and stuff like that, right? Sure, because we are in a very particular market. Yeah. Um, this is ground is in a more broad market. I, I think that's fair to say. Mm-hmm. So I look at it from our market and saying... Or, our case designs and for our customers, we would never implement a design like this. And I kept saying it and I kept saying it. And I was actually on a call with Lee from art snacks and we were just, you know, shooting the bull and we were talking about products and, you know, talking about making things. And I was like, you know, I just don't get this. And he's like, well, you need to buy one and see for yourself. You know, if you're going to keep saying that, why don't you just buy one and see? And I was like, okay, I'll buy one. So I did. Um, the day I ordered it, I ordered it one morning, ordered it, uh, from my friends at Huckberry. They actually had put them on sale, which I thought was a pretty good deal. Well, <laughs> relative, that's another thing we'll talk about. Um, so it just so happened like a couple of days after I talked to Lee, they went on sale. And so I ordered one and after I ordered it, I said, okay, essentially I've ordered this. I want to see how someone uses this 
in real life, not in a staged Instagram photo. I don't know a better way to say that, but that caused problems. Um, people took that the wrong way. People thought I was taking shots at people like Catherine, um, which I spoke with her afterwards and made it crystal clear that like that was not my intent at all. My intent is I'm looking at this from a maker's perspective. I manufacture things. I understand how I want things to work. And I'm looking at this product and the designer and maker in me says, this does not compute. Catherine has a job to do. It is her job to do these design layouts. I can't think of a more perfect item for her to do her job <laughs> than the mod. Um, and then a bunch of this is ground products and a bunch of other products. So her and I had some really, really great conversations. She's a wonderful woman. Um, I consider her a very great friend. We um, I, That was completely unintentional. Like people took like it's hard for me to realize sometimes I like have a platform and an audience. Right. Mm hmm. Like things I say, I mean one way, people take them immediately another way and then like run off like kindergartners and go tell other people. It's it's hilarious. I mean, that's the world we live in these days, right? Uh, yeah, but in that regard that you're, you're the guy, Brad. I know. So I try to be purposefully thoughtful. So I was like, so maybe that <laughs> that tweet wasn't very thoughtful. I thought it was reasonable, um, but you know, people took it one way when I really didn't mean anything at all. So anyway, Catherine does wonderful work. Um, me and her, she actually, you know, has talked to me a bunch. Of, we have talked a lot over the past few days just talking about this product and talking about what goes on with it and things like that. And I'm trying to understand it. And, you know, it's not even fair to include her in this conversation because, like I said, she's doing her job. And she's doing exactly what she needs to do with this product and she's making it look beautiful and that's how it works. What I want to do is take this product and see how it works for me. And Have you found anybody, has anybody sent you pictures that you consider to be acceptable that this is being used practically? Not one person okay. sent me a picture. So, so yeah, I'm sure you received photos, but you would still class them as just being like, you made this look good for Instagram. No, I didn't. I, I didn't get any photos. Okay. Not one. Because people assume that, you know, it's just going to be the Instagram stage photo. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. But well, I'm not I'm, carrying, I, I, carrying I around a picture. I'm carrying around a case. There right? is an element of wrongness with that. Because the thought is that this is meant to be a product that is used for you to carry and your stuff around and move your stuff around with. I don't think that it's made to just be photographed. Like, it's made to be a practical thing. So, right. you know, I mean, yeah, so if you want to do that, like, if you use it and take photos of it, that's awesome. But, like, I don't think that's what the product was made for. Right. And you're kind of making my point there. I was like, someone show me this in real life. Like, someone show me how you really use this. And I didn't get any of those. It's like, okay. I said, well, that's kind of telling. That's about the time the This Is Ground uh, jumped in. Then I ended up talking to the owner. And then the owner said, hey, can we jump on a call tomorrow? And we, we haven't. I, I mean, I, he has my phone number and everything. And we've shared emails and things like that. And Like, he's fine <laughs> with everything I said. Cart, you know. I know. Like, one of the things he said that I wanted to talk to him about is, like, I could tell his defenses went up 
when he used the, well, maybe this product isn't for you. Mm -hmm. So I could tell, like, he must get some push. Like, that's the insta, that's the easy way out of saying, of not discuss, not wanting to discuss the design, right? Mm -hmm. You just say, well, then it's not for you. But I don't, I don't buy that because of the design decisions that were made. So maybe we should just talk about that and, you know, and, and what I see as far as the design, because I did get it in, you know, like mm-hmm. I ordered it, um, you know, I ordered, um, what do they call this one? Bomber jacket. It's one of the limited ones from Huckberry. It's really good. Um, really cool color. So, it's so the beautiful. first, it's so, it really it's is just so beautiful. Let, let me, before you dive into this though. Yeah. Should we take a break? Yeah. Should yeah, we let everyone have... chill for a moment yeah. and then we can come back and talk about this thing? <laughs> okay. Because like, you know, I, I feel I feel what you're saying, like, because this is a this is a weird product and like mm-hmm. it's a strange thing to get upset about, but it's like right. this is a super expensive product that looks really nice, that's meant intended to serve a purpose, and people say it's awesome and, and we can believe that, but like show me that you're using it. Because I mm-hmm. agree, like, I've never seen... I've seen lots of pictures of this. I've never seen, like, person in the airport, like, actually mm-hmm. go into the airport, right? Like, it looks like that they're going, you know, everything. Right. But the, the, the other thing about this, though, is maybe it's just so beautiful that everything always looks staged, right? Like, it doesn't <laughs> right? matter because that's it fair. is that beautiful, right? So, so that, bef- that's the other side of that. Yeah, so before you do that, I want to say one thing. Don't think that I'm not going to make pretty pictures with this, right? Like, I'm going to throw it out there, you know, load it up how I want to load it up, and it's going to look, you know, and it will be staged because I'm setting it up to take a picture. But what I really want to do is use it throughout the day and report back. And, you know, when I'm opening it and closing it, how are things reacting and that kind of stuff, right? Right, but see, this is the thing. So, like... The reason that that me and you might say, oh, this looks staged is because when we look at the actual design, the way that things go in this thing, we can see some issues of it. And now you've had it, you can kind of talk about them. And that Mm -hmm. might help people who are, I expect there are people who are like, I don't understand what you're talking about, right? Like that are listening to this and they're like, well, you know, it's just good looking. But there are are weird design choices that I think you can see. And I think I know where you're going to go with them Mm -hmm. as to why this might look like a problem. So... Mm -hmm. Let's take a break. Yes. This week's episode is brought to you by our friends at Pen Chalet. You know Pen Chalet. They are the company that do amazing discounts and do amazing prices and have great quality service and have great shipping rates on all of your favorite pens from all of your favorite brands. Brands like Pelican, Lamy, Pilot, Amiki, Sailor, Caveco. They're an authorized dealer of all of them and they're adding new products all the time they're always adding new styles of pens they're always doing great discounts and they have loads all the accessories that you're looking for as well they do free shipping on orders of over 50 dollars in the united states they sell internationally with very reasonable shipping rates pen chalet has low prices on high quality pens and offers a 100 satisfaction guarantee as i said so many times if you want a pen if there's a pen you're in the market for go to penchalet.com first because if you find it there you can get 10 percent off anything at any time all you need to do is go to penchalet.com p-e-n-c-h-a-l-e-t.com click the podcast link at the top of the website and use the password pen addict this will give you the code that you need to save 10% on anything at Pen Chalet because it changes week to week. 
um, so we can keep it fresh. And also, then that way, you get to look at the special offers that Ron puts up. This time, Brad, we have the Tachia, Tachia Covenant fountain pen. I'd never heard of these before, but this is so another I've heard like, of- good-looking pen. Yes, I've heard of this brand. I don't know if it's uh, Takia or Tasha. Mm, uh, I am mm. not completely sure on the pronunciation. The one I've seen the most and the one I've considered buying multiple, multiple times is the Timeless, uh, the Takia Timeless fountain pen. It's kind of a um, faceted barrel with uh, wood inlays throughout the metal. It's really, really good looking. The Covenant I haven't seen before, but it's very interesting. The cap looks like a short cap and it's designed to screw on to the rear of the pen um it looks like a shorter more pocketable type pen that's kind of really cool looking it looks like maybe a a little bit bigger like uh kaveco al um you know in as far as design goes but the the timeless is one that i have many many occasions like considered purchasing so maybe this is the time for me to look at a little bit closer because i like the barrel shape i like the wood inlays um it's just kind of a really really cool looking pen and um the timeless is also here right like that's that's a featured offer for everyone at pension but the the exclusive ones for the pen addict listeners is the covenant and yeah the the blue uh, looks really cool parchment swirl that's a yeah that's a looker i'll tell you right yeah so like the the blue and I'm trying to tell the blue. I wonder if they just have it uncapped um, because it doesn't look like it has a clip. But this swirl one is really, really cool. So, yeah, these covenants are kind of cool. I, I've never tried one of these pens. They always have good designs when I see them at pen shows and I'm just never picked one up. But uh, this looks like a great opportunity to give one a try. Because you can get 30% off and then 10% more, right? You get a yeah. huge discount on this one. So they're 30% off, but then you can still add the 10% code as well to get even greater discounts. Thank you so mm-hmm. much to Penchalet for their continued support of Relay FM and The Pen Addict. All right, so this is essentially going to be an unboxing, which um, an <laughs> unboxing of my thoughts uh-huh, as, uh-huh, I, uh-huh. as I went through it the, the day that I got it. So like I made note of, okay, from the moment I unboxed it to, and kind of went through filling it up. So the first thing and the thing you think I'm going to talk about the most, we will, is on the left uppermost side are pen loops. Okay. So number one, they're very tight. You can't get many large pens in there. I got a Pelican M405 in there, which is their smaller model. And it was a super, super tight fit. Um, and then I squeezed in a pen type B in there as well. And that was even harder to get in through, but that's not necessarily a a tiny barrel pen. Um, Opposite of that is your tablet um, pocket. So on the left upper side, you have two pens and you have a third little pocket that uses your headphones. It's a little snap uh, pouch, which I kind of like. So then opposite of that, on the right-hand side is your tablet pocket. Mm-hmm. All of these are pictured online with an exposed tablet. The problem is when you shut the case, your pen clips, your pens, even if they're clipless, even if they're plastic, they're hitting and constantly rubbing against the tablet, either the front or the back, however you're putting it in there. Even with a cover on it, I was able to get in an iPad Pro 9.7 inch with the smart uh, keyboard cover and I that could fit in there and as long as the cover is on the top side well the tablet's protected 
but everything is going to be jammed up against the cover, including pin clips, um, different metals, the lightning connector, the earbuds from my headphones, the snap that's holding this in, all goes up against the tablet. So that's Do maybe they the biggest touch? concern. Like they, 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 they would touch, you can see that. Well, yes, they will touch, but they will have less of an opportunity to touch if this bag is carried not in another bag. If it's just carried solo, you'll have less pressure on it. Okay, but they can't help but touch when you fill it when you fill it up and zip it closed. All right, so there's that. Um, on the bottom left is a phone. Well, I used it for the phone um, to slide in, which most people, I think most of the pictures I saw used it. Um, the phone slid in there and most of the phones were uncovered. I used the Apple silicone case to slide into that spot. Very, very difficult to get it in, even with that thin of a case. Um, but it's also kind of a rubber going against leather into a pocket thing. You know, those are going to break in. Like, it'll eventually, you know, widen out. You know, the leather will stretch a little bit and get used to it. But it was hard to get the phone in and out of that spot. But I, that's something that I think will eventually break in. Okay. The On top of that pocket is another snap. Like, I guess it's for headphones or something like that. I never found a use for that snap. In pictures, it was my one of my biggest flaws I saw in the design because people were putting like keychains there. Like people were hooking a key ring to the loop on top of the phone and then shutting their case with keys, theoretically, on top of the phone. Yeah, but there's lever in between it though. Okay. Would that not You're gonna do it? that? Sure. But do you want that like every day? opening and closing on the front of your case. Yes, it will protect it from scratches, but I don't want that to be bumped or hit, hmm. you know, unknowingly. So and like, have, would it be like, safe to say top. that maybe you have a problem with three-dimensional organization? <laughs> yeah, probably. Is that maybe the thing here, right? Like that, that you don't like that there are things that are getting layered on top of each other. Yeah, for sure. For sure, because the next thing is the zipper pouch. So there's a zipper pouch, which is great. I like to have a zipper pouch to, you know, put smaller things in, smaller items that'll, you know, get loose or roll away or, you know, your dongle town can go in there and and things like that. And then, well, that's great, but they've added a strap over the top of the zipper case. So now I have things in the zipper pouch and then I have a strap on top of it that I'm supposed to do what with? Like I put a notebook there just because that's what I saw in pictures. But I don't know, but my notebook is all bulged out because the zipper pocket's all bulged out from the things I've put in it. It's like, just give me the zipper pouch there. I could probably like do without the strap. Like the strap is extraneous at this point. I have other places to put paper and notebooks and things like that. So one of the coolest parts about it is the actual, the pin loop in the middle. That's definitely cool. I like that. Um, it's a little bit wider, longer. And it also snaps out. You can swap in and out, um, you know, inserts there. So that's like their insert point. There's like, it's got those magnet snaps. It like looks like a button snap, but it's really a magnet. Do you know what I'm talking about? So it's like a little, 
it's a snap, not like a click snap, but like a magnet snap. So there's like a piece in between maybe the leather and it's like it's just clicking against it? Yes. Yeah, so there's like a magnet post and a magnet base. So which one is that again? Which which snap is that that's the magnet one? I'm trying to see it on the photos. It's in the middle. It. It's where the Apple Pencil is. Or it's where the middle, sorry, it's where, the, <laughs> it's where my Apple Pencil is. It's the middle, the very middle pouch. So that's the, magnetic. Like in the zipper, yeah. So like that pulls off that pouch. And because it's designed, they have inserts to where oh, you can oh, pull that oh, out. Oh, oh, yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that comes out and you can put other things there like It looks pouch, like it's just built like a larger in, right? pouch. But I can see how yes. it comes off. Like cuz yes. the stitching along the one side makes it but it's not just the way it's stitched. I get it now. Yeah, that's that's where you put in the additional parts, right? Mm-hmm. I assume they're right. mods. I, I think they call them mods. I don't know. Yeah. But that's where you can put in like a zipper thing or like you can thing with more snaps if you yep. want to keep snapping, snap, snap forever. And <laughs> they have all sorts like notebooks. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. And there's like this this one one of them, uh, oh, what is it called? There's like a, I think it's called the tech one, which is basically just like mm-hmm. another tiny mod free inside of the mod yeah. three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can totally get modded out. Um, but this is why I find it appealing, right? Is that yeah. you can really go with this one. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm coming to some cl- conclusions, even just after a day or two. Um, let me finish these last couple little pockets. The, the, the right side, like I said, the, the main pockets for a tablet or a large notebook, you know, um, probably like a five size, maybe a little bit bigger or, you know, in any kind of tablet, it'll fit in the large pocket. And in the front of that pocket, the left side has like three, I call them business card slots. They're kind of stacked one on top of each other. I don't really know what to use those for. I mean, I put business cards in there because I feel that's what should go there. I don't know if that's the most useful there, but I don't know what else to put in there. But then the single slot to the right of it will hold a notebook or I have index cards in it. That's a really good pocket. Like, I like that. Um, And then when you close the case, the front has three pockets um, one wide one in the middle, two skinny ones on the right. Those are practically useless. Um, there's no give on those front pockets. Like I can't even get the tip of my index finger. This is where they have the passport and the credit cards. Yeah. So like the front middle pocket is good. Like I can see that that's a big pocket. There's two skinny pockets oh, to the oh, side. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Cause yeah, I'm looking I at the can't... pictures. They put a phone in one of them. Could you not put like a pen in there or something? You could jam something in there. It'll be really tight. And And it's going to bend. It's going to stretch the lever too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm seeing from this is I think this is a digital goods case. You know, it's not any type of stationer's case like me. Like I'm not going to pens and paper and stuff in here aren't going to be the best use case for it. I mean, you can kind of maybe use one of their inserts and retrofit it to put pens in, but like, no, this is, this is made for somebody who has a digital life for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I've always looked at it as, well, this would be great for like analog tools. That just doesn't seem what it's set up for. Yeah. No. I, I Which, honestly, I don't know why you would have thought that by looking at. Yeah. It. Like it's set, because you know, I always see pens and pencils and paper. There's not, you know. There's usually more than just a field notes or more than a pen in this. It's usually multiple stationary items. Right. Um, and so I wanted to load it out with my stationary items and my iPad. 
and I don't think that's the right way to approach it. Um, no, I think you can put a stationary item or two in there. Right. But right. but it's no, it's no way, no way is it meant for that. This is meant for like somebody who carries a pen mm-hmm. and and a field notes notebook. But really, yes. they're traveling with their iPad and their iPhone and their passport and their headphones mm-hmm. and their dongles. Yeah. That's what this is yeah. for, I think. So that's kind of the epiphany I've had so far is like I'm approaching this from the wrong direction. Yeah, I think you might be. Huh. Um, Which makes me look at this case differently now. Right? So. But that doesn't, um, that doesn't necessarily alleviate your concerns about things touching it, each other. It doesn't. And let me elaborate on that a little bit. So the way the case is designed... It wants you to fill up all the slots. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's asking me to put more stuff in than I would normally carry. Like I designed a bag so I could just carry my laptop and some pens and paper. And you can't carry more than that. This is designed to carry all the things in a weird way. <laughs> I guess you know what I'm saying. It's like okay, I have these all these slots on this right pocket, but they're empty because I don't know what to use them for. Like I'm not gonna put my glasses there. Do you know how many pictures I've seen with glasses on the inside of these things? I would never that, do that. I would never. That's do one that. that. That's one that drives me insane. Yeah, yeah. I, I might put an iPad in because like I think that they can they maybe take it, but I'd never put my glasses in there because it's not about the scratching. It's about the fact that it could easily get crushed. Yeah. Yeah, so at some point, this case has to shut, you know? (laughs) I'm also like, the more I look at these, Brad, like, with the insert, like, most of the inserts, like, not the pencil one, like, the actual inserts, the back Mm -hmm. of them is just plain leather, right? So that Mm -hmm. would stop the iPad screen from touching anything, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a barrier. Yeah, like if you had that extra, like, piece in the middle, yes. That would be um, good, but I don't... But then that's just more stuff inside your stuff. Uh huh. Like always, this yeah. is this is a very stuff thing. This like, is a very stuff case. Yeah. Basically, this is what you take when you're traveling instead of a bag, right? Like this is yes. putting a bag in your hand. Yeah. So I think from the I think I just need to change my perspective a little bit on this, um, and look at it from a, a different way, not from just a you know an analog stationary person's way which is how i've been looking at it how you know a bunch of my friends have been looking at it and ask me about it and things like that like it's really not good for that and it's just not made for that and that's okay that's cool that doesn't mean it's not a good product um last thing real quick i want to talk about the price so these normally i think they normally go for about 350 um i think that's a fair ballparky price yeah, super expensive in the uk yeah 322 yeah. pounds i mean so that's mm. like but I mean, this is just a thing right now. This VAT plus bag conversion, sure. you know, sure, like, sure. with the currency conversions right now. But yeah, so but that's that's mega expensive. It's like five hundred dollars nearly. Yeah. So and then I got this one for Huckberry ran a deal and I got it for three fifteen. Okay. So these prices are like nuts. Like, but then I was sitting there yesterday, and our friends over at Tools and Toys. Sean Blanc and Bradley Chambers and Josh Ginter and that whole crew over there. Um, I think Mike Bates did the review on a Bellroy, uh, essentially a field notes cover, right? Just your leather cover that you slide your field notes in and then put that in your pocket. 
that cover was eighty dollars, and I didn't I didn't blink, like did not blink. I'm looking at it now; it's beautiful. And I'm thinking that's a little flap that you put your notebook, your field notes in, and jam it in your back pocket like a wallet. Yeah. And I didn't blink at eighty dollars. Makes three fifteen not sound so bad for this. I agree. It's expensive as hell. Don't get me wrong. Like, it is extraordinarily expensive. It's a expensive. lot of money, but like relative to what you're getting and relative right. to other products, it's actually not that bad. Right. Because this so is like real leather, right? Like this is like a, yeah. a big leather thing. Do they do yeah. non-leather versions? I don't believe so because I've had a couple of me- people mention that that if they had any uh, vegan options, they would yeah. um, consider that seems like the a setup. choice to me to not, to yeah. not do any like, like pleather or anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. So maybe they maybe they will down the line, and you know maybe I'll I'll talk to the owner a little bit more and, and kind of pick his brain. But you know, I'm a little bit off the ledge. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna keep it and use it, but I am. I mean, I'm gonna keep it and use it for now. Like, give me a month or two. Well, I want to see what this thing looks like when you've kitted it out. Yeah, I think you need to get an insert as well, man. Yeah, I don't know about that. I like how the Apple Pencil sits there in the middle. Well, sure, but the inserts we'll also have the pencil things too. We'll see. We'll see. I haven't looked. I haven't shopped for inserts. So hmm. the only thing I I'm I had a problem. I took a good kitted out picture yesterday, but since my phone was in the case, I used like a Fuji um, point and shoot, and then I could never get the Wi-Fi to connect to my phone to dump the phone over. My wife's out of town, and she has the <laughs> she has the dongle town for the SD card. So I was all kinds. Of, I spent like thirty minutes trying to get the damn picture sent over so I could put a new picture up. But that, that's why there wasn't a second picture yesterday. Is because I needed my phone. <laughs> so maybe I'll take it with the iPad and just put the iPad cover in there or something. But yeah. But uh, I, I have a picture forthcoming once I can get it off the damn camera. All right, I'm looking forward to. Do you seeing. have a podcast about that? About taking pictures from cameras. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Maybe I'll look into that. Seems like seems like this is clearly a need. (laughs) So, so anyway, um, wrapping this all up, I I like the case. It has serious issues if you're trying to carry it as an analog tools case. And my perspective has changed once I kind of eliminate that and limit um, the stationary that I carry and use it more as a digital tools and um, type of case. So um, I'm glad I bought it to have this discussion, at least with myself, because I would never stop talking about it until I actually got it in my hand. So I'm glad I did that. Um you know, I always figured if I don't like it, it's nice enough where I wouldn't have any issue reselling it. Um, you know, take a little bit of a loss, and but that's okay because I got to experience it and find out for myself. So there's that. If you want to find our show notes this week, you should head on over to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 236. You can find Brad's work online. is at penaddict.com, at dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M on Twitter, and penaddict on Instagram. I am iMike, I-M-Y-K-E on Twitter and Instagram. We'll be back next time. Thanks again to our lovely sponsors, Harry's and Penn Chalet, for supporting this week's show. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>